You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another special edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I have a very special show in store for you today. Not what uh, we had put into the newsletter uh, because that guest unfortunately could not make it. Um, so we're doing something a little different today and uh, some dear friends and uh, uh, colleagues and people who I consider uh, really thought leaders in the business world have agreed to kind of hop on the call today with me uh, at various times. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what this discussion on uh, how to thrive in challenging times, uh, how it all uh pans out today. So I appreciate you all being with me today. Of course, we will start off as usual with our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. Okay, let's see what the universe has in store for us today. It's simply a matter of applying who you already are to what you now face. That's all that matters. Because by design, who you are is always the greater. Proudly yours, the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. And today, very apropos for what we're going to be talking about, um, just reminding us that we are always greater than our challenges. And I mean, I guess this is a matter of opinion, um, but I am one of the people who do believe that life does not give us anything we cannot truly handle. It might not be comfortable, it might not be easy, um, but in the end, it actually is something that um, uh, will serve us in the end and we will become stronger, uh, new opportunities will come our way, new ways of being, new ways of understanding. I mean, I already see people talking about how important our health is and how interrelated our health is and how... Uh, you know, we can't think of ourselves, quote unquote, in isolation anymore because one person's health affects another person's health, affects the entire world's health. So uh, I'm already beginning to see that kind of shift in consciousness. So a very great quote from the universe. And let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. Your choices of actions of action may be limited, but your choices of thought are not. 
Um, very interesting. I've never had this quote from Abraham before, and it's a very different kind of quote coming from Abraham, though still focused on the same idea that our, our thoughts are what create our reality in a way, that what we focus on, what we think about and how we feel about all of that is what creates the life that we live and the reality around us. And I think this is so true today, even more so than most days, because if you look around and you see the people who are in fear, you see the people who are panicking, you see the people who are just not responding well to what's going on, what's happening with their world? It's shrinking. It's getting smaller. It's, it's, there are more things to fear. There's more things to worry about. You know, I was just mentioning to, to one of my guests uh, on the video bef- before we went live how I spoke with a friend of mine the other day who hasn't left her apartment since Monday. And I was like, you didn't even go for a walk in the park. I just take a walk around the block. And she's like, no, I can't leave the apartment. My brother told me I shouldn't leave. I'm too afraid of getting sick. And I'm like, that's crazy. That's crazy. And I mean, I love this person dearly. And I, and I, and I want to see them thrive. Um, but it, it's just, this is what's um, happening to us today. That when we can keep a more positive, and I'm not saying to be unrealistic, um, but a more positive outlook or looking at, let me put it a different way, looking at what we can do instead of what we can't do, right? And, and again, we may not have a choice about what's going on in the world, right? We don't have a choice of the economy around us. The, uh, we don't have a choice of, of the way business people are responding and reacting, but we do have a choice of how we choose to see it, interpret it, what perspective we take, and then how we choose to respond to it as opposed to react to it. So um, two wonderful quotes today. Uh, from Mike Dooley in the universe and from Abraham really setting the tone and, um, you know, kind of funny because uh, this show is going to be a little bit a different kind of show today than what I usually do. Um, my original guest, uh, uh, Julie Renee Doring, who, who's the author of the book, um, Your Life's Blueprint, uh, could not make it today. Again, sort of uh, um, not directly, but indirectly because of what's going on. So we'll reschedule her. Um, so instead, I reached out to several uh, colleagues, uh, uh, business professionals, uh, people who I consider to be real leaders in the community, and I said, hey, my, my guest canceled. Would you like to hop on today and let's talk about something to, to help people in how to thrive in these challenging times? And, and, and a bunch of people... Uh, responded, yes, absolutely would love to do it. And, and it really made me feel like, you know what, we do have community around us. I feel very honored. Um, and, and I have right now, and more people will be joining us later, um, Adrian Miller of, of Adrian Miller Sales and Training, who runs AzeNet, which I've been a member of her networking group for Many, many years, Adrian. I can't even remember Absolutely. when I first joined. And uh, Michael Goldberg of Knock, Knockout Networking, um, who is also a, a sort of a leader in, in the networking community. I'm, I'm a member of his uh, uh, TNG, the networking group, with him. Welcome to the show, Michael. How are you, Sam? Good to be here. Uh, straight from Madison Square Garden. You yeah, know, I love that. Some people, you know, very short notice and, you know, uh, coronavirus what? And everybody's, you know, always up to see a fight. So here we are. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Well, hopefully, does this mean I have to be the referee today? Uh, I hope not too much. <laughs> it's uh, usually me that's that referee, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just glad of one thing because uh, Zoom wasn't connecting to Facebook for me before um, uh, uh, until this morning. Morning, and I came in today and I really made the intention of like, this has got to work because I got a bunch of people on. They're going to be great. And it, and it all is, is working. So I'm super happy about that. Um, anyway, so uh, let's kick it off. Uh, uh, Adrian, I'll kick it off with you because, you know, Michael, sorry, but A beco- comes before M in the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> and Adrian, very nice to meet you, by the way. 
nice meeting you too. Although I think we have crossed paths before, so we'll have to have that conversation at some point. Absolutely. I'm so glad I could connect the two of you. I love connecting people and you both (laughs) should really know each other Um, just because you, you have, I, I believe a very similar mindset and, and you're both community builders, like myself. And this is you know, one of the reasons why I've been involved in, in business networking. And sometimes I do a little less and sometimes a little bit more. But it's that community aspect of bringing people together. Um, so, Adrian, why don't we start with you? Like, even in these times, why should people pay attention to, quote, unquote, networking? Uh, and, and how is networking a little different today than it was yesterday? Well, actually, networking today, uh, being very literal, is exactly the same as it was yesterday yeah. in that we are still on Zoom <laughs> <laughs> and we are not meeting as a group in person. Um, very few, if any, are doing that. Um, although I did get, it must have been an old invitation that had been sent out. I got an invite for something that was in person. I think the person must have had a schedule to send, and and that's obviously not going to happen. So why is it important? Um, why was it important yesterday, and why was it important a month ago, and why is it important today? Because you are as strong as your network. Yeah. Um, we you you know you know I refer to Adrian's um, network as a community. I I, I call it the A's Net community much more than I ever seen networking group. And so um, at any given time, I know there are um, 400 members who I can tap into for anything from a personal, you know, I just sent out that um, uh, listserv email just a few moments ago on a technical issue. So you can tap into people um, for um, any possible issue. And we are so connected via technology, even without this um, health uh, situation that we have going on, which is pretty much mandating all of us to be isolated. We're not meant to be isolated. I don't. I, I believe humans are not meant to be isolated. We're we're meant to be. So we're social creatures. Some more so than others, and you can certainly identify yourself as introverted. That's fine. But you're not meant to not communicate with people. Um, and what we're finding is this virtual communication is, um, is an able substitute for a certain amount of time. And certainly the sense of community. I mean, I have a virtual dinner scheduled and God knows I've been invi- invited to many virtual happy hours. But getting past that, um, we need to keep our businesses going um, we need to have our contacts and connections and referral sources and clients um, remember who we are and be visible and recognizable and reachable. And right now, technology is our best friend, enabling us to do that. So, I mean, I, when you reached out last night, I said, oh, yeah, that would be great. And then I had to look to see if there was a, if there was a conflict in time that's what's happening so much now we were talking about it everyone has so many calls scheduled that we're starting to understand that some of what we did in the past um face to face could have been successfully accomplished in less time via technology i'm scared that we're going to lose some of the in person in a month from now yeah and and michael you uh, actually ran the first sort of virtual call for for tng last night how was that for you and and how did that feel to you and what kind of reaction did you get from the members (laughs) so yeah so thank you and uh, that ended up uh, exceeding my expectations so um, although technology is such a great thing, uh, um, you know, you do lose kind of the personal interaction, you know, I think, you know, unless you already have it, like it's less it's people you already have a relationship with, then it's really just kind of building into that. But when it's meeting, you know, sometimes it's a little bit more difficult. You know, I think in these times it's, you know, it's kind of, uh, it's certainly, it's kind of necessary. Um, you know, I think the good thing is that we're able to connect with more people in less time now. So it's a lot more efficient and, since everybody's on that same page. But that event went really well. We had uh, over 50 registrations. Uh, we only had, to my estimation, only 12 people that didn't show. So when you think about it, when, when, you, when I deliver a webinar, if I have 100 registrations, typically 55-ish will be there, and maybe others will listen to the recording. But that's, right, that tends to be an right. age and new experience. But when you deliver a webinar, 
kind of a 50 50 split that seems to be you know sort of common knowledge but right you know, going into this meeting sam last time i wasn't sure if we were going to get only 50 percent uh attendance and we didn't uh you know in fact uh, the people that weren't there came back to me and i had something else come up and blah 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 so i thought that was really good so maybe this is like a new trend now if we take a lot more of these meetings online that will be a lot more of the Brady Bunch on the screen and uh, a lot more people that are going to weigh in and find a lot more value in this. Um, you know, and I just I see that trend even more so uh, certainly out of need rather than out of want. So uh, and, and to your point, by demand, we're doing another one next week. Right. I was right. going to offer it, but somebody stepped up and said, let's let's do let's do another one next week. So, so that we're in the process of marketing that. Wonderful. Wonderful. And, and really, it, it, it's right now. It seems like the biggest challenge will be the um, demand put on technology uh, th- that, you know, a lot of this technological infrastructure has been there. Right. We both we all three of us know it's been there for a while. People have been using it. But now with what's going on today, there's so much more demand on it. And indeed, people are really discovering that like, hey, all this stuff that in a way, you know, we kind of used when we needed to or, or, you know, some people were a little bit more in, in, uh, in, in the flow of it than others, but that it, it's really something that can really serve us now. And this is when technology really serves us as opposed to hinder us. All right. Um, we're going to take a quick break. Um, and when we come back, let, let's talk about um, how business is not quite as usual today and how to both be sensitive but still continue and still uh, do our businesses still even grow or thrive even in these difficult times. Okay, guys? All right. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern time, right here on talkradio.nyc, on Facebook Live, all over the place. And we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We have a special show today uh, with uh, a couple of special guests who kind of jumped in at the last minute since my regular guest canceled. I have Adrian Miller and Michael Goldberg, um, two people I consider uh, friends, colleagues, and uh, leaders in the business community here in New York City. Um, so, Adrian, uh, business is a little bit different than 
um, than yesterday than than it was before. Uh, all this craziness happened, and and we saw it on on your mailing list uh, for your organi- for the the networking group. In that you offered something, and I just want to talk about it because I think it's such a great example. In that you you sort of set up this opportunity for members to to offer offer things to other members and some people got upset at it didn't they yeah <laughs> Let, let's talk well, about that because it's a great yeah. case study in how to do something and how not to do something yeah well yeah it's it's it, we have an outline Sam, so okay. i really i don't like to paint any a picture based on an outlier, but I, I think more the the issue and, and is going to be something that we're doing because we have many calls scheduled for next week. But one is a mastermind, and uh-huh. it, it it's it's going to be important for me too because you know I have multiple businesses and right. apart from the networking, I have my I can't say real but another business. How do we go out to the marketplace at this point in time, and what is our messaging? Um, because make no mistake about it, business must go on. Um, we still have to put food on the table and we still have to pay our, our mortgage and we still have to, um, you know, all of the bills and all of the things that we need for um, our uh, personal lives come into play. And um, so, so business development, sales prospecting, um, having virtual meetings and closing business still has to go on. How do you go out to the marketplace without looking, depending on what your product or service is, without looking like you're trying to be exploitive of the circumstances we live in? And um, I mean, I'm very careful. I'm right. talking to people about how to present their businesses and how to sell and how to write content. And I don't want to give the impression that, you know, I wrote a piece this morning, business development in the era of um, the coronavirus, you know? I I, I was very careful in that to just give three hard and fast tips that would be appropriate in any business environment. And I even said that, but it's, it's a big question it's a big question. So I think people are extra sensitive right now. Right. And to your point about the outlier in the group, um, extra sensitive at all times, loads of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that what happened was um, people just saw it as an opportunity um, they received it as an opportunity that people were pushing their stuff. Mm at a time when maybe they weren't, you know, you should have been sensitive to it. Right. I didn't see it that way. I saw it as what can we offer to our community that would help them professionally as well as personally weather what is problematic times, okay? Right. It's just right. problematic times. You, I don't know if, how anyone could not agree to that. Yes. And... And your offer, your offer was made, I believe, in good faith. And by the way, many of those offers, if you recall, were um, done at a totally complimentary. Yep. Yep. Totally complimentary. So now we have people fighting against totally complimentary yeah. <laughs> or deeply discounted offers, mm-hmm. deeply discounted where huge amounts of money were not going to be made. So right. you got to, I, I mean, in my mind, you've got to think something else is going on when you're so angry about something that is offered gratis. Right. Right. Yeah. So, and it is, and and people are a little bit more on edge, you know, it's, it's uh, not surprising. Um, So Michael, it's like we, we want to reach out to people. We want to still do business, but it does seem like when we reach out in a way that's more supportive, people respond to it in general in in a much more um, receiving way. No? Michael? Well, I think it's building that good faith. You know, I think uh, right. since we're in tough times right now, you know, I think we have to look at this is that people are on edge. People are frightened. Um, this is I've never uh, been through anything like this before. I mean, it yeah. is scary times. 
Uh, I'm having conversations with my kids, my 17 and my 13 year old. I didn't think I'd, I'd be having these types of conversations uh, with them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and really just like the world isn't coming to an end. At least I don't think it is. Right. Um, you know, the sky is falling, you know, and, and all this, there's this, you know, the, the media, I've got the media on in the background. I mean, you know, there's doom and gloom and statistics and all kinds of perspectives. So I think being in a position that we are in where really we're in front of groups all the time, whether live or virtually, we have a lot of impact. And I think what we say and what we create matters to a lot of people. So I think this is really the time to kind of step up and in good faith, you know, try to create that. Um, it's uh, in fact, uh, on in our meeting last night, I wasn't there. So, uh, so we, we had separate Zoom rooms set up the way this was. We had 50 some odd people. And we broke it up into separate Zoom rooms. Right. And in one of the Zoom rooms, I was told this later, is that there was an attorney that was in there. And he just, when it was his time to talk, he just opened up with, it's just lonely. Mm. It's just really lonely. Yeah. And I think people are feeling that, that, okay, not only is business changing right now and people scared, but it, it's a bit lonely. So to be able to provide that solace for people where you're creating socialization, distant or not, um, I think people are relieved in that. And then once things do turn around, you know, it's going to be the Michaels and the Adrians and the people that are reaching out and, and trying to create this for people that are going to come through this as really being the leaders like you were there when. And I think that's just that's, that's a nice place to be. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, one of the things, uh, Adrian, that I see kind of a lot of people doing is a lot of people are offering, like you said, like free uh, uh, webinars, free free calls and stuff. Um, and it does feel like people are trying to come together, even though we're isolated, um, in, and support each other in a way that, not that I've never seen before, but it's, it's in a more wide-ranging way than I think I've seen in the past. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, a few years ago, I think it may be five years ago, I threw out an offer which was called Pay What You Want. Oh, you remember? Right. Yes, yes. Yeah. And um, when I did it, it was pay what you want for an hour of deep dive, customized consulting training with me. And no, no questions asked. No, no need to um, tell me if you're going to pay, what you're going to pay. We're not even going to talk about pay. We're just right. gonna, we're just gonna go for it. People right. were, uh, people were like emailing me and calling yeah. me and saying I'm gonna lose my shirt and how could I do this? <laughs> and it was like they were really worried for me. Well, first of all, I didn't lose my shirt. Second of all, it was an amazing experience and an amazing experiment. And I threw out that offer every year since i did it right before this whole coronavirus thing and a bunch of people took me up on it and stuff um i'm i'm not going to do it again now there's um right now because i I think it would probably be received poorly but also there's such a proliferation you are exactly right sam in every sort of way from business topics and um business continuity and time management how do you work out of your house and how do you do zoom and how do you how do you strengthen your immune system and all all these very important things there's almost uh, there's only too many almost too many things online to take advantage of i i see these links to things that i'm hoping they're recorded because it's like wow i'd love to know that you know i but i can't i don't have the time to do it so yes i think everyone is really trying and i don't someone said to me very cynically the other day and i and and i discounted that now you know i'm a pretty cynical person they said oh everyone's doing it just because they want to get brownie points and i was like really this is how you go through life yeah (laughs) this is how you these are the thoughts you have in your head all day oh my god um I don't, I honestly don't think that. I think there is, um, it's interesting. I, I told you I go out for a, um, like a little health mm-hmm. power walk every day. People are very respectful of space. Mm-hmm. People smile. And, um, you know, we pretty, pretty much uh, pass each other and someone I can see is going too close. And then they go, oh, wait, social distancing. You're right. You're right. <laughs> it's, um, it's, 
I was going to use this analogy, but yesterday in the New York Times, I read an article and I realized the analogy is wrong. Everyone or a lot of people are using the 9-11 analogy, where we were all so much more um, courteous and respectful and caring of each other. Frank Bruni in the New York Times wrote a really wonderful article that discounted that. And I don't know if you read it. It was about how after 9-11, we came together physically. We were encouraged to go out. Remember, we were encouraged to go to the theater. We were encouraged to go to that um, World Series game. We were encouraged to be together, to hug each other, to give each other physical solace while we were grieving as a city and scared and, 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 and an unprecedented event. This is an unprecedented event, but we can't touch. Right. There's no, we can't go out and gather. And we used to go into um, Union Square, remember, yes. and the candles. Yeah. I mean, it felt good to mm-hmm. be there with people. That helped us get past it. And that's not happening. That right. was a really he, in in the article. Frank Bruni said the saddest words he's ever had to type out were social distancing. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it, and I read it, and then I read it again. I said, "Oh my god, it's exactly right. This isn't like nine eleven, no, an no. unprecedented horrible event where we where we went to each other's houses. Yep. We tried to be together. Yeah. Now." We're told we can't be together. Right, right. And it just makes that feeling of isolation that much more, um, which is why, you know, I was on on both kind of Zoom calls, both with you, Adrian, and with Michael. And to me, the real lesson of it was everybody, every single person on both calls were like, thank you for doing this. They so appreciated it because even though we couldn't physically be together, it was a way for us to come together virtually. And in absence of that personal connection, that virtual connection actually meant that much more to us. You know, and I heard Michael say his kids, okay, yeah. and and I'm married, and Sam, I know you are as well. So yeah. we have um, family partners with us, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many people, especially here in New York City, but so yeah. many people that don't have the immediacy of someone right in their home, okay? Right. Right. So, I mean, I wrote an article, I said, this, with all due respect, I'm a hugger. These yeah. virtual hugs are, you know, it's very nice. I'll give you a big hug. It's very nice. But I'm a hugger. Yeah. I'm a toucher. And um, I'm happy I still have someone in my home, yeah. okay, both still healthy, thank God, um, that that can still happen. So, but there are a lot of people who, who aren't going to be able to have that social touch, right. the right. physical touch, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, there's one element right. too. I mean, I have my I, I have my family here as well. Um, you know, so I, I my my wife and my daughters that are here. But you know, uh, and as I I mentioned in our meeting yesterday, is that we have a family member that's in a hospital bed in New York City that has the coronavirus, and he's in an induced coma, and he's not doing very well. Um, yeah, so it's it's my my wife's dad's twin brother. You know, wow. so I think he's 77 years old and he did nothing wrong and was, you know, and kind of went in just because he wasn't feeling well in Brooklyn and he was turned away and he ended up being admitted into the hospital in Columbia and that's where he is. Uh, and so now wow. it's kind of the dealing with all of that. Now it's real and it's personal. So wow. this just seems like a very long snow day. Remember like snow yeah. days used to be fun? Like, <laughs> oh, this is great, you know, but yeah. this is kind of like a snow day. Um, that is now become a snow week that looks like it's going to be a snow couple of months. Yeah. Um, and, and we don't know what the outcome is. And meanwhile, we're all trapped in our, in our igloos right now. And as things happen, we're now forced to deal with them. Yeah. Uh, right. And this is one of those things. So it is real and it is quite emotional. Um, you know, so there's that side of it as well, which is going to become more and more prevalent as the numbers keep um becoming what they're becoming yeah okay let's we're going to take another break when we come back i want to talk about uh, you know let's give our audience some tips like what are some things they can do to help them while they're working from home or or being socially distant (laughs) and 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 what can they do to still 
um, maintain themselves a good state of mind, a good state of body, a good state of business. Okay. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We have a special show today, uh, not my uh, regular guest who is in the newsletter, but two uh, business community leaders here in New York City, Adrian Miller and Michael Goldberg with me. Uh, so, Michael, let's start off with you. What's um, a couple of tips you would give uh, uh, business owners or just people in general about, you know, what can they do to keep going, to stay in a sort of a positive mindset and, and to stay good in, in these challenging times? Yeah, well, I, I would say one thing, and I'll, this is general and I'll get a little bit more specific, is I think it's to be a little bit more um, intentional with our schedules, you know, so I, so I, everything is to me is through boxing, you know, knock at networking and boxing, like networking is about the connection. So if I was training for a fight and I knew I had a fight in eight weeks, every single day, I would have a very prescribed routine in terms of weights and running and, and boxing X, you know, Rocky Balboa stuff with the jump rope and everything else. And all the things that I would need to work on in order to be ready for that fight. Right. Otherwise you're not going to be ready. And that, be, you know, you're working with a coach or, or a trainer and they're setting everything up. So you kind of have like this daily routine. So I think in business, if there isn't already a daily routine, this is the time to create one. Whereas, you know, for an hour in the morning, you're focused on this. Another hour, you're focused on that. And being very, very methodical with, with how each day should be planned. Because if you're a business owner, you know, your landscape has changed right now in many types of businesses. I know mine sure has. You know, I've had speaking engagements, you know, that have been booked that are being rescheduled or simply postponed and, uh, or, or canceled. And, and, you know, so it's now, you know, being a lot more intentional with the time. I think that's really important because, you know, there are people that we mentioned are scared, they're down, they're depressed, you know, the news is everywhere. So it's really just putting your head down and being that much more productive. My kids right now are working on school projects. They're in their bedrooms. Uh, they're printing their things on their laptops and, they wouldn't get such an early jump on all this stuff if they didn't have this time. But now they're creating schedules to make sure that all this stuff is done. So I think that's really – and I call that a daily fight plan, oh. to create your daily fight plan as to what is most important. 
mm. on that daily fight plan. And these are some things that are on mine that I've been sharing with people pretty openly. I shared some of them yesterday, Sam, mm. is to focus on learning something new. Like this is an opportunity to learn it, to focus on something new about our own expertise. I know Adrian is, you know, sales training. I'm more on the networking and referral, you know, scope of things. So to learn something, you know, new, more and better that is specific to your expertise, learn something about your competitors, learn something about your topic. I think that's important. Learn something about technology, you know, that now this is the time. So now I'm learning about other features that are on Zoom and other platforms you know, that I had never used before that now, again, we're kind of in a need rather than want, you know, sort of space. So I think that's important. Um, to go deep with at least two types of marketing. That's another tip. Mm. So I'm big into LinkedIn. Of course, I'm big into referral marketing, um, you know, and, and direct communication with people that I'm hoping to be able to collaborate with and ultimately do business with. So now I'm being much more focused on how to be better and be more impactful with that. Mm. So take one or two mm. aspects of your own marketing and figure out how you can go deeper with some of the things that you're already doing and maybe add something, add something that you know you need to be doing more of. Um, I would say also something else that I'm doing is I'm trying to make myself more available to clients that I have been working with over the years that maybe I'm not working with right now that tend to be big life insurance companies or asset management companies and I'm making myself more available to them and reaching out and saying, you know what, let me do a webinar for your folks. You know, let me do some sort of a virtual meeting. Like to me, it's like they're, they're I'm not doing business with them right now. Mm-hmm. This is an opportunity to potentially do business with them later, but it's, it's also a great way to reconnect with folks that I had been better connected with and be able to, you know, showcase, add value and do a good thing. And then finally, the last thing I'll share is maybe to be more intentional about setting virtual meetings with people. Uh, so maybe your favorite three or four people that are natural referral partners for your respective business, you know, and, and for one another, create that symbiotic meeting and then talk about ways that you could, you know, better network and refer one another. In fact, one of my favorite things to do is to get on a Zoom and do a screen share with your respective LinkedIn contacts. And I can say, Sam, you know, do you know Bill? Uh, you know, and if you yeah, happen yeah, to know yeah. Bill, that would be a great introduction for me. Let me do the same for you. That's and a great idea. Have, you know, so now it's really strategic. You already have a relationship with these people. You're certainly deepening it. But now you are leveraging other introductions. It costs nothing. It's collaborative. And it's really coming from a place of we rather than me. And these are all things that I can do from right here. Beautiful, beautiful. Adrian, so you said you wrote an article with three tips. What kind of tips do you have for our audience? Today? Oh, those were the sa- those are those are the sales tips that are typical for um, any any uh, type of environment, uh, mm-hmm. pandemic or not. So okay. one um, mirrors somewhat what Michael said is like business prospecting has mm-hmm. to continue. You mm-hmm. you know you you have to continue doing it. You may not be doing it the same way. But remember, sales and prospecting um, uh, uh, decades ago, there were people who had a territory. It was the Empire State Building. They rode an elevator up and down and went to every floor and knocked on doors and were able to get in, by the way. And that's how they did their prospecting. So things are always changing. So clearly, business prospecting still continues. And you have to be flexible about how you're doing it, whether you're utilizing LinkedIn in a much more strategic and intelligent way and not just lurking and posting um, total BS or repurposing somebody else's thing, which doesn't focus you as any type of thought leader. You know, you got to you got to get past that and do it a little bit more intelligently. Content marketing, virtual speaking opportunities, cross blogging, um, all sorts of ways where you don't have to be out and about. Okay, so you have to keep doing that. Two, do excellent work. You, yeah. If you ever had the thought that you can do somewhat less than excellent work, well, you're, you're going to be um, a dinosaur fairly soon because everyone else who's doing excellent work and keeps prospecting is going to bubble up to the top. So make sure you still do excellent work. It, this has never changed, Sam, and you've heard me say this forever. Staying on the grid. After a while, we are all going to get to be a little more excellent in Zoom. And yes, Michael, I'm also exploring all this new stuff on Zoom. I I never knew existed and i'm not a tech person so this whole thing makes me get hives but the um 
and which is good because you can't see me. So if I have hives, you won't know. <laughs> um, but but the um, where was I going? The ability to stay in contact this way and to be visible to everyone and be smart about what you're putting out to the marketplace is is paramount re-engineer your offerings if mm-hmm. need be that was the second point i had in my three that today i forgot about that one because you can't go you can't go to the market with exactly the same thing in this day and age you may have to do something different you may have to repackage something you may have to come up with something new but you want to be there when all this is over and all this is is as an old memory yeah. You know, yeah. and be and, ready for what comes next. And, and it's kind of funny because it's something like I've had to do here with the radio station, with the podcasting network, which in a way I had already prepared for before this all happened um, because I had been getting a few requests to from hosts to be able to do shows remotely. And because right. all of our equipment is here in the studio, I've, I've kind of struggled with that a little bit because in general, using these uh, 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 technology things to connect from a distance, the audio quality is usually not that good. However, after using Zoom, and I've been you know in, in using Zoom for a year now, though I just recently got the paid version, um, the audio quality in Zoom is actually much, much better than Skype, than a lot of these other video platforms. Right. So I was like, okay, let's try and integr- integrate Zoom into our production machine and see how it works. And I tried it you know, on my own show a few times, and now I offer it to my hosts. So you know, I was already moving in this direction. So now all the shows on my network, I mean, some of them are pre-recorded, but all the live shows can now happen remotely that I used to not be able to offer in the past. So that's something that serendipitously I happen to prepare for, but now it's like I have to be different than I was before. I had to not be so strict about the idea of like, no, the host has to come in studio. So, um, you know, I was fortunate in that way, but I think there's a lesson in that for everybody that sometimes we really need to think differently about what we're doing to adapt. You know, sometimes it's not even necessarily to adapt to a challenge like the situation we're in today, but just to adapt to be different so that you stay on the leading edge of what's going on around you. That sometimes it's easy to get complacent and then we just stay with the same old thing because we're comfortable with it. Meanwhile, you know, opportunities are passing us by. You know who's having, um, I think, difficulty now? Like, I I think very small businesses and solopreneurs are nimble. We we had to be, we always are, and we can uh, spin on a dime and and all the rest of that stuff. Very, very, very large companies, global companies, Mm. have um, all manner of disaster recovery, remote worker plans in place. Okay. They've been in place. They, they, they have departments and, and it's uh, C-level executives assigned to that responsibility. Mid-sized companies, the smaller companies that are not quite as nimble, they still have a workforce, mm-hmm. 30, 20, 30, 40, 50 people. They don't have a a C-level person figuring out the technology to keep them all together. They certainly, they fly under some of compliance issues, maybe for some of the big, big global brands. Some of them are, they are having huge, huge, huge issues. They, because they're right in that middle market yeah. that um, they're not as, as nimble as, as I am um, here in my home office yeah. and they're not um, and they're not set up. They don't have technology officers that can put all this together like that or have done it already. And I have some of those as clients yeah. where that's where I do. Yeah content marketing or that's where I do some of my training. Oh my God. 
I feel for them. They are suffering desperately and they're just chugging into place now. Like, you know, in, when you run the marathon, um, there's always people who are like, they're doing it in 10 hours or 11 hours and they're still running the race, right. but it's way behind. Everyone has left the field. Yeah. yeah they're yeah. kind of like that now. Okay. It's very scary for them. Uh, all right. It's time for us to take actually our last break of the show. When we come back, we just have a few minutes left. Um, I would like to talk with both of you about the future and where, where do you see things um, once all of this uh, craziness around us settles down? What's business going to be like in the future? Okay. So put on your crystal ball hats and uh, we'll figure that all out. When we come back uh, after these messages, you're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. And we will be right back after this. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're doing a little bit of a special show today because my regular guest could not make it, but I have two wonderful business community leaders on the show. I hope you guys out there have been, who've been listening have been enjoying it. Um, I see some of our loyal listeners, William, Sanaya, Emily, all... Uh, tuning in, please, please share this if you find this is helpful, and if you think you know others might get something out of this, I do hope that you're you're sharing this. Um, so, Michael, let, let let's uh, take a look into our little crystal balls, which I have one right here in case you need one. Um, uh, well, we're going to win the fight. That, that's what we're going to win this fight. That's, that's, ah, okay. So, so we're going to win. Of course, we're going to win. We're going to survive. Things will be different afterwards. I think after this experience, there's no way that life will go back to the way it was because we've just experienced something very different. How do you think business will be different in the future? Well, I, I think I think for right now, I think it's really key that we communicate with clients, prospects, and those that are looking at us for answers and really be open with where we think things might go, or at least where things are going now. I think people are really looking for guidance. Mm. Uh, so last week, so uh, of course, the universities, right, are all you know, are all closed down. They're all online. I'm I'm a professor at Rutgers University on Monday nights. Been doing that forever. So it's now spring break for them. So last Monday, I walked into the last time it seems I'm going to be in the same actual room with them. And this is really kind of the dooming, like, what's going on? And I'm, I'm just an adjunct. I'm just a Monday night guy. And I walked in. I've got a tremendous rapport with my students, the public speaking class. So I really get to know them. 
were about halfway through. They were going to take their midterms. And I walked in and they were all very early, just I think just last minute jitters for their midterm and just everything that's happening. So I, I, I get there and they're already there ahead of me and I'm early, you know, so I walk in and they all just stop chattering. And they just all look at me as I get up in the front of the room and kind of put my bag down. And I just look, what, what, you know? And they just wanted an answer. They just wanted something from me. Like, what is going on? Is the university going to close? What's happening? What's happening with the course? What, you know? And, and I had to just kind of lay, the, lay the, the groundwork of what I thought would happen. And I said, you know, I think that um, we're going to take this midterm. We've got spring break next week. And I think the university will close and we'll go online. So let's put the wheels in motion now in anticipation that that is probably what's going to happen. That's ultimately what happened, right? So I think our audiences need to know, the people that follow us need to know kind of like what's what we think is going to happen, you know, in the short term, how we're making ourselves available and kind of like, well, this is kind of like the state of things. This is how this class is going to go. This is how this networking group is going to go. This is how knockout networking is going to go for the short term. And this is where it could go for the long term. And I think as long as we're communicating that there is a next step that's in mind, that's, I think, the key. I think in kind of a bigger picture, crystal ball stuff, I think that once we get out of this, and we will get out of this, um, I just think that people are going to look at their time differently now because we're going to all look back and say, look at what we've accomplished through Zoom, through LinkedIn, through our email, through whatever virtual you know, resources that we have. And I think that more of that is going to be the norm more than it was. But I think we're also going to be relieved to be in a room with other people, to shake a hand, kiss a baby, as Adrian was saying, hug. And doing all those different things, but I think that we're gonna—I I think the way we're going to value our time is going to be different. Yeah, that's I think going to be the biggest change. Absolutely, absolutely. So, Adrian, I—I I, I see Vic. I see you—you're on the Zoom call now. I'll bring you in in a second. So, Adrian, in just a couple of minutes. Where do you see things? How do you see things being different in the future? I agree that we're going to look at time differently and we're going to realize that a lot of what we were spending extra time on could be accomplished or was accomplished um, very successfully using some of the technology, Zoom, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I think that people who stay strong during this period of time, whether it's two more weeks or two more months or whatever amount of time it might be, who stay um, stay. Um, visible, continue to add value to their community, okay, and continue to show their prospects and their clients what makes us or what makes me different is and equate that point of differentiation to a value are going to be very, very strong because mm. the people who are sitting back and are not using the time productively and haven't even figured that value statement out yet are may not have a chance to communicate it as we move forward because the people who have figured it out and are continuing to bring it forward are going to be very, very prominent. Yeah. They're Ab going to be there. Great. Great. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Vikram, I, I, I see you joined us late, but I'm, I'm very glad that you did. We just got a couple of minutes. We've been talking all about this hour, um, how to thrive in challenging times, and we're kind of near the end, so I'm, I'm, I'm more looking now towards the future. You already provide uh, services to people uh, very much in the virtual space. Have you seen an uptick in this? And, and do you see this as continuing going forward or are things even as a, in a virtual kind of business, it's still challenging? You know, it, we're at, it's almost like a stages of grief. You know, it's such a shock to the system for so many of us. You know, I, I happen to work from home, but I'm not at home. I had to run to my in-laws for help with the kids and I've got them making noise in the other room. Uh, so sorry I'm late because I had a whole emergency with them. Uh, and, and that's a new normal. Yeah. Uh, I'm more used to kind of them, you know, having time uh, in school. So I think for, for the next couple of weeks and months, all of us are going to have to deal with that. And I think going uh, into the future, as you guys are talking, I think there's going to be a new normal of uh, authenticity and, and, and that personal aspects of our lives are here set to bear. 
and we, you know, even through this crisis, have to chuckle at, at the craziness of it all, where, you know, we're, we, we laughed a couple of years ago when uh, that BBC interview and that little baby <laughs> girl walked in on his interview and, and his wife had to rescue the, uh, the little baby in the walker. And, you know, we, we, we all kind of laughed with him more than at him because we all could, could relate in theory and now we're living it literally. And so we get the idea. And I think going into the future, I'm hoping that there is somewhat of a sea change where we can kind of be more than balanced and integrated life where, mm. you know, we, we are in each other's homes now to some extent with zoom and, and all these kind of new technologies. Um, but we've started to get used to chatting with colleagues through Facebook at midnight and 2 AM sometimes. And, and we now know that, all right, they're working too Friday night. And I think this is yet another way for us to kind of break down the walls and the barriers, hopefully in a good way. I know a lot of people need to disconnect from work and have boundaries and have family time separate from work time. And, and this can you know kind of put the kibosh on that for a bit. And I think some people will be resentful of that. However, if we can find that equal medium and boundaries you know, in the, in the new normal, going forward, I think this can be a more healthy approach where, look, we're all human. We all make mistakes. We all have families. Families come first. Work is a means to providing happiness for uh, our friends and family. And right. uh, so let's kind of we don't have to put on airs and, and, and put on a, a, a false persona that um, or, or even make it where if we're focusing on family, like that's a wrong or bad thing. And I think, right. you know, we've slowly come to that conclusion. This has accelerated. So if there's a silver lining to this whole calamity and crisis that we're able to kind of be with ourselves and kind of for uh, for the gentleman take off the ties literally and proverbially right. and and be able to be more casual and comfortable with one another and more human and, yes. and, and from that yes. aspect i think that could be a very healthy thing to find work-life balance to find focus on the family to find a way of working with one another at odd hours so that we're able to fit everything in right right all right. Well, uh, we're, we've come to the end of the show. Unfortunately, we only have an hour together. However, uh, what uh, all of this has done is also uh, uh, prompted me. Um, I'm, I've actually been working with Adrian to um, we're going to have a special broadcast next Friday, March 27th at I forget, Adrian, did we say 3 p.m. or 4 p.m.? Um, I think you said 4. 4 p.m. Uh, we were going to bring together just a few experts in sort of different aspects of business to just talk about things like, um, uh, you know, how to deal with things now in, in health and wellness, real estate, sales and marketing, PR, all kinds of stuff, just as an extra special broadcast to provide something to people, um, additional information and, and highlight some of the local leaders that we have here because and, and this is just going to be the first one i'll probably end up doing more of them um just as a way of, of giving back and providing even more information uh to the people out there unfortunately um you know given this time uh i'm, I'm trying to use uh, as best as we can and anyway i'm running late Oh, Monique, I see you're, you're just joining us from Germany. Unfortunately, we're right at the end of the show. Uh, my apologies. Uh, I think maybe we got the time. Uh, Monique's out in, Ber in Germany, so uh, may have missed the time. But anyway, thank you, Adrian Miller, Michael Goldberg, Vikram thank Raja. You. Thank you all for, for taking the time to come on the show today. We will definitely um, uh, do more of this in the future. Thank you all, my loyal listeners uh, on talkradio.nyc and on Facebook Live. Uh, I, I only wish the best for everyone. I am here for you. If anyone ever needs any support, anything I can do, please feel free to reach out. You can always email me at sam at theconsciousconsultant.com. Um, and, and please check out our other programs. And uh, uh, one of the things that's so important this time is courage. And coming up next is Ken Foster with his show, Voices of Courage. And I hope you'll stay tuned for that on talkradio.nyc. And uh, thank you all, as always, for supporting us. Take care, everyone. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Be safe, everybody.
Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Hey, all you crazy listeners, looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.